Howdy folks, Chris McLean back with another episode of the show and today I'm talking with Talia from The Social Click. They're a social agency that knows digital marketing and how to maximize a business's footprint across social media. Their strategies see real results and stay true to client stories and objectives and they secure actionable digital marketing outcomes for the sustainable growth of their clients and are powered by lead generation and brand awareness. And Talia also has a secondary agency called The Content Click, which we're going to get into why she has two agencies and what happened there and why there's a split between those services. Talia, thanks for jumping on. Great to have you. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me. No, my pleasure. My pleasure. So we were talking at the top of the show just uh, before we jumped on that you do have sort of a, a double agency set up there, which is not so frequent. I've, I have heard of it before. I've seen people where you sort of you have two quite distinct services and maybe you map them to different audiences or something like that. So that would be interesting to sort of understand how you've got why and how that sort of came to be for you. But maybe let's start with the start. What came first, um, con- the chicken or the egg, the content yeah. or the social? Um, how did this all get going for you? Yeah, definitely. So um, in my last year of uni, I basically had that kind of moment of, what to do next you know everyone kind of goes through that that panic um and after accepting a job at an insurance firm and realizing it definitely wasn't for me I kind of went back to basics and had to decide what the next steps would be um and in doing so I um yeah decided to maybe give this social media thing a little bit of a go and it was I was pretty much just freelancing not charging for my time Um, door knocking on a range of different small businesses and storefronts in my local area Um, and then before I knew it we six months down the line um, I found myself in a position needing to hire Um, we had landed our first big corporation and then from there it pretty much just followed suit Um, and we've been growing ever since. Awesome and is is that what you'd studied at uni had you sort of done business marketing advertising so is that kind yeah. of the career path that you were assuming at the time? I had majored in marketing, um, a degree in commerce, but mm. I had also done international relations, a global right. studies degree. Um, and, yeah, I think my direction initially was politics, politician. Mm. Um, I didn't maybe okay. realise the capacity of my creative side until my, mm. I'd given it a bit of a go. Yeah, right. And what, what what was that creative side? Was that you needed to run Facebook ads or you were just naturally creative or what What was that kind of first creative spark for you? What was the, the, the mechanism there? You're like, actually, I want to do more of that. I think when I uploaded a post on behalf of one of our clients and we sold <laughs> out of that product pretty much within <laughs> within 24 hours, I realized, mm. hang on a second, maybe I have a bit of a nick for this. Um, and I realized that the power of content can basically transform someone's thinking and make them act on it. So I think mm. straight away it drew me in. Um, I loved the fact that I could just with a simple image at the time, these days it's more video content, a little bit more yeah. complicated, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. a simple image, a great catchy caption could basically sell out of a product. Mm-hmm. And then that obviously grew to 
more of a social agency and you provide what sort of social services social services sounds like a, a strange so but um was it <laughs> facebook was it a particular platform that you started with was it kind of multi-channel definitely so in 2018 instagram was really taking its mm. toll um we'd kind of passed the surge phase and now it had kind of um, optimized the advertising was at a, gro- a gro- great um kind of landscape um so we started on instagram obviously did a multi-touch point approach with facebook as well um and between the two between organic um advertising and influencer management we kind of combined the two to become b- combine the three to become an agency okay Awesome. And you, do you have a particular kind of niche that you service? Do you kind of go after everyone or do you have a particular type of business that you get the best results for and like to work with? Definitely. So e-commerce straight up is our strongest suit as well mm-hmm. as FMCG products. Um, so definitely more products than services. Um, we also have a young dynamic team in their 20s. So if we can find products that we would buy ourselves, it really work, aligns with our marketing message because straight away we can look at an ad and be like, would we buy it from that ad or would we not? Um, mm-hmm. And it really helps drive our decisions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a super interesting space. Obviously, the last couple of years, particularly that the entire e-commerce, online marketing, uh, online product spaces become mandatory for a lot of businesses. That kind of that either weren't that had you know more traditional sort of FMCG or product-based businesses, and with the pandemic, like, well, I need to move my products in a different way now. Um, so did you see that kind of boom, that growth in particularly e-commerce over that time or did you have clients that kind of shifted from that more traditional um, pro- product delivery logistics model to, holy crap, we're going to do this in a different way? A hundred percent. It was a cr- March 2020 was a crazy time <laughs> for us yeah. because all <laughs> our somewhat traditional model clients had to transform online. Mm. Um, and at the time, the agency, we only had four of us. By the end of March, we had like eight of us. Yeah, it just wow. basically was was expanding at a really rapid rate. I think what our clients understood is the need to own their own audiences and have control over who they sell to. Um, Mm. Whereas if you are working with retailers, um, the control's not in your hands um, and you've really got to let go. And and you also don't know who's buying the product. There's a range of different factors that come to mind. So I think for our clients, they realised that they wanted to take control of the situation and they wanted to build their own audience so that they can have an always-on approach. Mm, yeah yeah it makes so much sense in the the landscape the way though that social media is set up for particularly for e-commerce and talk about um like instagram there's much more focus on sort of um, not sure the exact term but like on post shopping you know you get those little dots and tags inside a post now you can shop from a from an image shop from a post so it's much more predicated on e-commerce and um, helping store owners and e-commerce owners sell products directly from posts. Um, you're obviously more expert in that. Is, is that when did that sort of start becoming that sort of on-post shopping? I know, like even yeah. twenty 
17 18 it was sort of something that was coming is that much is that kind of is that become standard now is that does that work well is that something that you um, sort of play with with your clients definitely being able to shop directly from a social post makes a huge difference um mm. the way in which i see it is making it as easy as possible for a, a consumer to purchase from you um and mm. it adds that kind of extra step of ease um what i think was really really exciting is when they came out with that little shopping tab at the bottom so not only can you yeah. shop in the feed but you can also shop um, through base and, and consume content and shopping products um, based on what you'd previously um, been looking at. So I think that yeah, also right. provided a huge opportunity for us. I think mm. the next big opportunity is as soon as TikTok starts to outroll maybe that function, which we've heard rumours kind okay. of pondering around, um, I think that will be a huge opportunity for all brands mm. to leverage. Yeah, yeah, TikTok certainly are yeah. kind of the, the platform du jour at the moment. There's everyone's saying, you know, don't sort of don't sleep on TikTok. It's sort of a, super interesting how these platforms always go through the exact same growth phase, right? It's like Instagram launches and it's for 12 year old kids and 16 year old girls. And, you know, if you're 40, don't bother with it. But then a year later, suddenly everyone's on it and it's this massive platform. And TikTok's now going through that that same sort of growth phase where people are like, ah, TikTok, it's for, you know, dancing 16-year-old girls and it's it's not for me because I'm a, a business coach or an agency or a strategist or something that's not relevant to that young market. But now you've seen that older generation, that, you know, 30, 40-year-old um, generation coming in and going actually and getting massive results um, from TikTok. Definitely, so do you, do, you do, do you do paid and organic on these platforms and... Is TikTok something that you're not sleeping on? Is it something that you're definitely <laughs> helping your clients grow with? A hundred percent. TikTok is pretty much our number one focus at the moment. Yeah. We've really yeah. moved all our eggs from Instagram to a TikTok first approach. Um, right. I think the best way to put it is like in 2013, when Instagram was just getting started, we mm. would be like randomly like putting on interesting filters or hashtagging like everything we did in an entire day which we <laughs> thought was like best practice um, yeah, just as a, yeah. as a as a general user right and it's almost like that infancy stage where everyone doesn't know what's happening or what the next steps look like and this is just what they need to do so I think yeah. that's what TikTok's currently going through now um, and I think what's also really important to note is like wherever kids are, their parents are going to migrate to, right, who want to keep an eye on them. So whereas TikTok, obviously, I think in 2020 really had that strong um, millennial push, we're really seeing kind of the demographics change on TikTok because there's all these parents now watching what their kids are doing on the platform. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and as marketers, we follow the attention, right? And that's that's why there's that. that yeah. Uh, I figure it's either it was maybe Seth mm -hmm. Godin or somebody like that that says marketers ruin everything. And that's sort of <laughs> whenever we see, yeah. you see a platform like TikTok start to take off, you're like, holy shit, there's, there's a lot of eyes over there. There's some serious Definitely. attention. How can I get in and leverage that for myself? Or how can I, as an agency, get, get in and start leveraging that? and getting that attention to my clients' brands. 
Um, so I'm actually super interested in TikTok because it's obviously, as you're saying, it's kind of a bit wild west at the moment. It's kind of that new thing that people are a little bit unsure of. What does a TikTok strategy look like for, a, say, an e-com brand or any brand at the moment that wants to really leverage that that massive growth that's happening on that platform? What does that look like? Is that posting three times a day? Is that doing dances? What does that look like for a, a, a typical brand? Yeah, definitely. So I think to start with, like, based on what you were saying, TikTok had more traffic than Google in 2021, mm. which I think is yeah. a really impressive strategy. So <laughs> if you're not <laughs> if you're not on the platform, I think you're really obviously missing out. Mm. Um, and a strategy is very different on TikTok, right? Because there's no more of this curated, perfect content being created. It's about creating content that's on trend, super native, super relatable, um, almost like a video meme of some sort um, that you're basically creating to entertain your audience at the end of the day. All they want to do is laugh and consume that type of content. Um, on a strategical side, their advertising platform isn't as um, strong as the Facebook ads platform at the moment. Um, the analytics aren't 100% and there's just a few kind of um, barriers at the moment in saying that by using something as simple as an engagement campaign, we're able to grow most of our accounts at about a, a rate of a 1,000 followers a week, which is really imp impressive. Wow. So, I mean, you can't growth. do that on Instagram, right? No, no um, try doing that on LinkedIn or Facebook, yeah. It's not possible. Um, and that's at a budget of about $50 a day, So, um, which is yeah, their minimum spend on the platform. Um, mm. In terms of conversion, though, their advertising isn't there just yet. Um, there's only a one-day attribution window, which means you can't yeah. really remarket to people that have previously engaged with your content. So you're running mm -hmm. kind of what we call conversion campaigns to a, a colder audience mm -hmm. or brand or people or, or and accounts that haven't really heard of your brand yet, which isn't mm. entirely successful right now. Um, yep. But using yep. the channel to just build your presence and build that brand awareness would be a great mm. start um, through producing consistent native content and then using like the boosting engagement function to grow your followers. Um, and then we're going to just sit tight. And then as soon as they just fix up a few things on the conversion side, we'll be ready yep. to go. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, that's incredible. I mean, adding a thousand people a week is that's insane. That's like that's yeah, like literally, as you say, like that's early TikTok. Uh, sorry, early Instagram, early Facebook. It's really uh, even. Uh, uh, what am I thinking? Um, can't think of a name, but yeah, those really early platforms that come out and have something different and new. Um, yeah, crazy growth. Yeah, I mean, to I've I've never seen it on Instagram. So mm. I, in my entire like, as long as I've been in digital marketing, I've never actually seen it. So for us, we're like every client, anyone that we work with, we're like, let's just get the thousand followers a week rolling, um, yeah. so that we have a base audience um, yeah. on the channel. Yeah, it's incredible. And uh, TikTok, TikTok's an interesting one because you you mentioned that word and it's a, a, a big word I think that's that can disparage a lot of brands is that entertainment, right? How, if I'm not particularly an entertaining brand, if I'm a, 
a digital marketer or I'm a brand strategist or I'm in an, an, an agency, mm-hmm. how do I entertain an audience? What does that look like? Because maybe I'm not, you so know, dancing and, and all that kind of stuff is entertaining. What, what serves as entertainment? Let's say like an e-commerce brand. Um, a clothing brand, maybe a fitness brand. There's a bit of fitness entertainment in there. What does what does entertainment look like for a brand on TikTok? Because I think that's something that can put people off of. Like I, I don't I don't know how to be funny. Um, I'm not a storyteller. Um, I don't know how I'm going to create that engagement. Um, and obviously, like you said, boring content is going to get swiped up. Um, so how do you how do you make sure that you've got that engagement for brands that might not necessarily sort of obviously entertaining or funny yeah definitely i get asked this question consistently um often it it comes from a place of i'm a premium brand if i go on tiktok is it going to diminish my brand because i'm now creating this informal kind of education uh, entertaining type of content um and the best way to put it is the landscape is changing, right? And honestly, if your marketing team, um, your content creation team can't see this shift and start to adapt, um, they're missing out on a really big opportunity. Um, And the way in which we can be entertaining doesn't always need to be, um, as I said, fully produced or fully thought out. Just scrolling on TikTok for half an hour a day will show you heaps of different trends that people are leveraging and think about how you can leverage that trend for your brand. So even if it's just your brand images with the trending audio, that's a great starting step. Um, I think the best part is when they do those like POV or point of view type pieces in which you put a little bit of text over a, an uh, image as well as a trending audio um, that relates to your brand in some way but really still looks native is a way to entertain. It doesn't always need to be someone dancing or, um, yeah, engaging with that type of content. Just thinking straightforward as to this is the trending audio, this is the trending concept, how can I leverage what I've got to just adapt to include those those trending aspects Mm. Mm. that's interesting so you're almost kind of hacking the platform a little bit Uh, like say just put an image up put some sort of the scrolling text through and use those those trending audios that's enough for the algorithm to sort of pick up that piece of content and put it on the for you page and that kind of thing um exactly interesting because that that that's something that a lot of people like everyone can do that right you could Put a photo of your latest, um, you know, your latest pair of pants. Put some text about the features, and just you know, put in the background a trending audio piece. And kind of is is that enough content to kind of get things going to build that follow account? It's a good starting point. I mm. think overall best practice. You definitely need a face and a personality a little bit more. Um, But as a a brand who's starting on the channel, I think having just the image and the text and the trending audio, it's a great starting point. And I understand that when you're approaching this, it can be overwhelming when you're like, Mm. now I need all these different faces and personalities and things. So start small. 
um, and then maybe move as you see kind of the results flowing through you'll see a need um, and and then you can expand your strategy into to more of that personality yeah 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 I think that again that finding that personality in a business in a you know, like a, a bigger global business who's the face of that brand who's the person that's going to go on and shoot this content and be involved and, and do that three four times a day and um, you know, it's this might segue into the distinction in your business yeah um, is the distinction between a social agency and a content production agency um, is there is there is one more strategic social and one's more literally producing the content and reformatting stuff for the different platforms and having more of a content um, sort of strategy so I mean, take us into that why what how did that come about and what was that kind of decision point that you went actually we need to split this off and kind of have two different agencies essentially definitely so exactly what we've been talking about with tiktok and kind of the challenges that brands um face at the moment is having that kind of personality um, and that on-trend content consistently Mm. and being able to post it consistently Um, Mm. we saw this as an opportunity that there are hundreds of millions of active users on tiktok daily right of which they create TikToks themselves. What if we were to forge the connection between these creators and brands so that brands had a way to outsource that kind of content creation but stay, still stay relevant on TikTok? Mm. So I think that's where the content click came about because we saw we're going to an opportunity to basically develop um, a database of amazing content creators who create TikToks mm. every day on their own channels who are now just going to do it for the brands, right, and and get paid well doing so. Um, It's like a new job that never existed Mm. previously Mm. for them, um, but also provides um, brands an opportunity to basically leverage TikTok in the easiest way possible. Um, And as the the social click, as as a full service digital marketing agency we also saw those challenges right on tiktok we knew that our graphic design team couldn't now meet the tiktok content creation need um and so what we had to do is kind of think about how we could diversify um and although the social click is this full service agency we utilize the content click services on a regular basis to service the social clicks clients um, to provide that kind of TikTok content, um, which I think is is really important. And I feel like that's how we came to the decision to split the two um, because some uh, if a client were to come to us for the social click, we really are that full service. We're going to implement your organic socials, your paid socials, your influencer management, your brand collaborations, um, and we're going to do it with a multi-touch point approach on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, um, whatever it might be, we'll be able to execute that. Whereas the content click, you may have an internal social media team that you work with, but there's this new piece that you need to fill. And the content click just aims to provide you with that database of creators to consistently help you create TikTok content as part of your multi-touch point strategy. Yeah, I love it. I love that you've, you've kind of brought together user-generated content and influencer marketing and TikTok into one um, really distinct, uh, unique offering. It's very, very cool. And Definitely. Said, and perf- I- yeah, so a perfect way for brands that are like 
I need to do TikTok, but I don't know how to do it or what to do. It's like, well, here's an option. Get We'll put a face in. We'll bring an influencer in and they'll do all the content for you. That's a yeah, brilliant thinking. I think also what was coming about in the middle of last year is that the influencers that we were working with, the bigger their following, the less likely they were prepared to go above and beyond to create a great piece of content. They really mm. just wanted to shoot just that standard flat lay or um, they really wanted to shoot something basic because they know that they can just leverage their audience. Whereas those that had a smaller following but invested more in their content creation, mm. right, even though they weren't, say, spreading the messaging wide and far, they were creating incredible pieces of content. Right. So yeah. through our strategies, we've really been able to separate the two and say who's got a big following with a low expectation of the content that they create and who's got a smaller following and we expect this greater amount of uh, piece of content to be created. Mm. Yeah, super interesting. A, a modern modern solution to modern problems. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, literally stuff that didn't exist you know, a couple of years ago or even sort of six to 12 months ago. So love that you're, you're seeing those trends and riding those waves and creating solutions to, to help clients overcome some of those challenges that we were talking about earlier of, I know I need to do something here, but I don't know what the hell to do. I don't have the time. I don't have the the attention to put into this. Well, here's a way to fix it and and, and get that traction, get a thousand followers a week to build that audience on uh, on this booming platform. So yeah, awesome, awesome stuff. Um, if people do want to find out a bit more about you, either content click, social click, learn about who you are, what you do, uh, where are some of the best places for people to find out more about sort of what you're doing, particularly in that. Um, says like you're very strong in that that TikTok space that social space where can they connect with you definitely so I'm Talia Dat across TikTok Instagram <laughs> Facebook LinkedIn um, and the social click and the content click as well across all four channels um, you can also check out our website www.thesocialclick.com um, and yeah I love getting messages I love getting dms want to discuss tiktok anything along those lines please don't hesitate to reach out i'm always happy to chat fantastic and as always i'll drop all those links in the show notes so you can get connected to talia social click content click learn all about tiktok and how to leverage the platform and more talia thank you so much that was a really really uh interesting conversation as we sort of say up the front had no idea we were gonna <laughs> lean so heavily into tiktok but um I think it's, it's a fascinating space and it's always interesting to see how people are leveraging this, this new stuff that's coming out um, as agencies and helping brands understand and kind of navigate you know, new pathways and new platforms and how to get those eyes. So, yeah, super, super interesting stuff. Thanks for dropping by. Yeah, definitely. I loved it. It was a great chat, Chris, <laughs> and I look forward to chatting more. Yeah, Absolutely. Hope everyone at home got the same amount of insight and inspiration as I did here on the show today. Talia, thank you so much for dropping by. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next one. Cheers.